I'm Chuck Heston. I'd like to talk to you for a minute about something I think you'll feel is worth talking about, especially if you're the parents of younger children. The theater owners of America, along with the producers and distributors of films in this country, have worked out a, an advisory system of movie ratings. Now, the purpose of these ratings is very simple. It's to give you some advance information about a film so that as parents, you can decide whether or not it's a picture you want your children to see. Most parents feel that's a very important part of their responsibility. Hello, divers. Coming to you from the fabulous decompression lounge adjacent to Studio D, welcome to the Deep Dive Microcast. I'm Tom Feeney, raconteur, bon vivant, and writer for Wang's Chop Movie Magazine, available on Amazon.com. This is a companion series of the Deep Dive podcast where myself and my co-host, Manda, look at the lesser-known offerings on your streaming media feeds. On this microcast, we'll dive into the inner workings of the movie rating system. How do movies get their ratings? How were the ratings determined? And how did the whole process get started? That's all next on the Deep Dive microcast. The movie rating system used in the United States was created in 1968 by the Motion Picture Association of America, or MPAA. The MPAA is an advocacy, trade, and lobbying group that represents the interests of major movie studios in the United States. They were founded in 1922 as a way to promote the industry. Over the decades, the MPAA enacted several different codes of conduct for motion picture companies to follow. This was to prevent any government censorship from being created. This so-called production code lasted for years, until the 1960s, when changing attitudes meant that films with more mature content were making their way onto movie screens. In 1968, newly appointed MPAA President Jack Valenti finally laid the old production code to rest in favor of a voluntary rating system. This was to give parents, and really all moviegoers, the opportunity to better decide which films were appropriate to view. It also gave filmmakers greater freedom to make more adult-oriented movies without fear of censorship. Now, the original rating system went as follows. G means suggested for general audiences, all ages. M, suggested for mature audiences, parental discretion advised. R, restricted. Persons under 16 not admitted unless accompanied by parent or adult guardian. X. Persons under 18 will not be admitted. This seal in advertising indicates that the film was approved under the Motion Picture Code of Self-Regulation. Now, the X rating was the only one that was not copyrighted by the MPAA. That would cause problems for the rating in years to come. More on that later. Two years after the rating system went into effect, the M rating was changed to GP. No, not PG, GP. It would change to PG in 1972. Another change that year, the age for admission for R and X-rated movies was increased to 17. That system would remain unchanged for years until a certain rogue archeologist changed all that. Steven Spielberg, George Lucas, and Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones are on location in San Francisco. 
Hong Kong, Macau, Sri Lanka in the Indian Ocean, and in London, filming the greatest adventure of all time, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Trust me. In the early 1980s, more violence kept creeping into movies that were rated PG. Movie studios at the time pushed for PG ratings for their films because that meant a wider audience could potentially see those films. Movies like Temple of Doom and Gremlins were singled out for being too violent for the PG rating. So, director Steven Spielberg suggested a new rating, PG-13. This new rating was enacted to give parents more information but not to in any way restrict attendance. What was the first PG-rated movie? Calumet, Colorado, population 8,200. Before the sun sets, foreign soldiers will march victorious through the streets. Get in! Eight high school students will take to the mountains, fight for freedom, and become a symbol to unite America. Not bad for a bunch of kids. Wolverines! Red Dawn, rated PG-13. Starts Friday, August 10th. Check newspapers for a selected theater near you. Yes, the first PG-13 rating went to the 1984 action film Red Dawn with Patrick Swayze. As time went on, however, it seems as though the lines between PG-13 and R have significantly blurred. In recent years, the horror film has taken advantage of the PG-13 rating because it allows for more intense violence and for more teens to fill theater seats. The R rating is typically given to films which feature more graphic, bloody violence and explicit sexual situations. When the rating system was introduced, the X rating was meant for films that were not in any way suitable for children. Early X-rated movies like Midnight Cowboy and A Clockwork Orange were mainstream films, but were exclusively for adults. As I stated earlier, the MPAA did not trademark the X rating. That proved to be problematic because any movie could put an X on its advertising campaign. The genre of movies that wound up using that rating, a lot, was hardcore pornography. It wasn't long before the X rating became identified with porn. Because of this, many newspapers and television stations refused to carry ads for any movie with an X rating, and the rating became commercial poison for mainstream films. Filmmakers no longer had the freedom to push the boundaries that they had fought to break for years. In 1990, there was an attempt to replace the X rating with NC-17. It failed miserably. Technically, it's still in use today, but most films that receive an NC-17 are re-edited to achieve an R instead. Studios demanded that directors deliver a finished film that would get nothing stronger than an R rating. Of course, battles between filmmakers and the MPAA's Classification and Rating Administration had been going on since the rating system began. Many times a director or studio must go through a convoluted appeals process to try to get a rating changed, and often the filmmakers are given no clue as to what parts to cut out or leave in. So who actually rates these movies, and how are the ratings determined? Well, that's a bit of a mystery and the MPAA wants it that way. For 35 years, a secret group has controlled the way you see movies. There are clergy in the room. These are moral censors. They forced great filmmakers to change their art. 
I was so devastated. I got the call and they said NC-17. That's when my blood turned to ice water. Because the studio won't release your movie. No advertising budget. You can't run TV spots. No one's ever found out who they are. Who is controlling this thing and how are they controlling it? No one knows. That's the whole point. Until now. We're actually hiring a private investigator to try to find out who these people are on the board. <laughs> it's time the MPAA got a rating of its own. That clip was from the 2006 documentary, This Film Is Not Yet Rated, directed by Kirby Dick. The documentary delves into the relationship between filmmakers and the rating system. It also tried to lift the popcorn lid on who actually decides what rating a movie will get. According to the documentary, the ratings review board is comprised of what they call average American parents, who typically have children between the ages of 5 and 17. They are not part of the entertainment industry and have no special training for the job. Their identities are kept secret and are not published anywhere. The review board has come under fire from critics who claim they regard sexual subject matter, especially when it comes to LGBTQ material, more harshly, while letting graphic violence slip by more readily. Periodically, there are calls by both filmmakers and filmgoers to update the rating system once again to reflect changing times and evolving technologies. Perhaps a PG-17 in between the PG-13 and R ratings would work, or bring back the M for mature rating for movies that are too intense for the R. Either way, it's no surprise that the rating system that has been with us for over 50 years may be due for another change. If you want to know more about the rating system, the documentary This Film Is Not Yet Rated can be seen in its entirety for free on YouTube. It really doesn't have a rating, by the way. That's it for this week. Next time on the Deep Dive Podcast, Manda and I scrub up and take a scalpel to some of our favorite medical movies. We promise you'll be in stitches. <laughs> we want to hear from you. Drop us a line at the Deep Dive Podcast at gmail.com or on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter feeds. You can find links to those on our website, thedeepdivepodcast.com. All clips used in the Deep Dive Microcast are meant for educational purposes only and not to infringe on existing copyrights. The Deep Dive Lounge theme was arranged and performed by Robert Acorn, based on the original composition by Ryan Blaney. The Deep Dive Microcast is a production of Automaton Media. <laughs>